feels like And this is what it feels like Scorpion bricks, way before Orbeez, double disc, 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix, filtered bass, sip coat, like a Michelin star chef, chef. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Keith Roberson, and you are listening to, thank God for the group chat. Um, I am here, and I am blessed to be with um, Allison Brown of the Shades of Brown podcast, uh, Alicia Oliver of the Noble King podcast. Um, uh, Tony Timberlake of the Two Tones podcast, and yours truly. Um, you know, I run this whole, this whole thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I'm just, I, I don't run a podcast, but you know, the entity which is Fresh Air Media. Um, glad to be here, glad to be with these uh, beautiful people that are going to be talking about these topics with me. Y'all, how y'all doing, man? Doing good, feeling good. Yeah, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? (laughs) Yeah, it's a good song. (laughs) song. Remember NBA? uh, What was that? NBA Live. Yeah, I think that was 04, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Keith, how are you doing? Yeah, I think 04 or 05. I am okay. I'm not too high, I'm not too low. I'm determined. I'm determined. And I realized that determined for me is an emotion. Mm. Yeah. I'm say determined. More. If what do you want me to say? I don't I don't know. I haven't really <laughs> I haven't really unpacked it. What do real, you want me real. to say? <laughs> I haven't really unpacked it for real, but for me it's it's a it's an emotion. Like okay. if people are asking me how I'm doing, you know. That's just how I feel. Like there is no other emotion. Or if there are emotions, they're wrapped up in the emotion yeah. of determination, of being oh. determined. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I wanted you to say. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, I thank you for bringing that out of me. Um, yeah. So how you guys doing? Y'all said y'all good? Yeah. Okay. Good. So if um, y'all don't know, we have a couple of new faces. Um, the newest face would, would be Tony. Um, he brought up a great idea to talk about how everybody met me. And so I'm anxious to hear what this is. So this will be a great icebreaker. Let's get into it. Yeah. Maybe we should start with the oldest. I feel like this is a roast. Is this a roast? (laughs) No, no, that's not a roast. Um, so I met Keith, uh, in Atlanta. Well, maybe, maybe you should go last. Okay. Okay. The newest go first? Huh? So maybe what the newest go first then? Maybe, yeah. If he know me since I, since he was 13, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's wild. Alicia, how long have you known Keith? Um, let's see. I don't even remember meeting Keith. Oh wait, I think I do remember meeting Keith. How did I meet Keith? I wanna say I know I was in college. I want to say I was a freshman. I had to be a okay, freshman. I'm years in too. So I'm the newbie newbie then. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You start then. Yeah. So I th- I'm <laughs> Keith will have to <laughs> Keith will have to tell really because I don't really know. I know it was after I started podcasting. So I started Shades Around spring of 2020. So it had to be around then. I'm assuming it was a it was maybe in a podcast networking group on Facebook or something, but I really do not know. No, that's not it, Keith. <laughs> 
No, and I don't know either. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't remember. I, I really mean, don't know. I don't remember. I I don't know. I just maybe maybe it had you, Facebook or it, Instagram. It has it to be social media. It was definitely Instagram. Okay. Um I haven't met her in person yet, but it's uh it was definitely Instagram. I don't know. I think I maybe she started following me or I started following her. Either way, we started following one another. And and I eventually invited you on the podcast. Yeah, to talk about because it was like, you know, you know, that whole whole tep thing. And uh yeah. we gotta get away from the white man's religion and all of mm-hmm. that. And you know, I was real big on that and apologetics and stuff at the time. And she was like, I know that first message was crazy. From who? From you. You was up in arms that they was talking about that. Oh, I'm always up in arms about something. <laughs> I just realized that's the truth about me. I'm I'm always mad mm-hmm. about something. But I can see Keith pulling out the phone like, oh, I can't wait to say something about this. Oh, yeah. I, was, I felt like I was prepared. I don't know. Let her yeah. tell it. But like, I felt like I was. And yeah, um, it was great. I felt like it was a, a great podcast. And it, um, she came on and did a few episodes of Thank God early on and around that time around like maybe like late 2020 and you know we kept the relationship going i always wanted you know to have like maybe like a partner in crime so to speak you know when it comes to podcasting and maybe that was why we we linked up because i'm like yo you a christian you do podcasts i'm a christian i do podcasts and so it works I'm, yeah so and here we are i'm always i'm forever grateful for that so mm-hmm so ultimately, we still don't know how we met. We don't know. <laughs> By the grace of God, that's how we met. Um, right. Alicia, you want me to tell you? Sure, you want me to tell them how we met? <laughs> I can tell a story. Okay. I'll let you put your input in after if I forget anything. Okay, okay. but I, okay, so I don't remember exactly everything, but I do remember I met Keith through an ex. Well, he was my boyfriend at the time, and we were. I don't know if we shared a class or they shared a class. And me, um, they, Keith, me and him, we shared a class. Yeah, y'all shared a class. And then a couple they were both like, oh, really? Mm. Okay, I do remember that, like, y'all connected off of, like, you know, Jesus, something about mm. God. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know, Keith used to just be around all the time. And I don't really remember what happened after that. Like, I don't remember us ever really being like, Oh, hey, Keith. Hey, Alicia. Then, but years later, maybe Keith reached out or I reached out. Somehow we got reconnected. But after we got reconnected, that was probably back in, I don't know, a couple years out of college. Um, Keith helped me find a church home. He helped me find a place to live with some of his church friends. Did I? Um, Keith, yeah, you don't remember that? I, and um, I helped you find a church home. You never came. Like that's the part that's the part of Keith that I remember. So I really don't remember exactly how we met, but I do remember like you what set me you? up. Like <laughs> what? No. I did. Yeah. Where? Where you go? That's what I remember. So like if in my opinion, if I met Keith anywhere, I met Keith 
at a pivotal time in my life. And he mm. really just like, I was trying to transition out of my mom's house, um, which I had been there right out of college. She moved down to Atlanta and he helped me with that. And then I was, you know, really trying to get on my own. He helped me with that. So like, if, if I can name an experience of where I met Keith officially, it was during that time. And I want to say that that was uh, 2000 and maybe 14. If, if, if I was out of school in 2012. Mm. That's crazy. I was down and out in maybe 2013. That's crazy. Yeah, you know what? He I was, gave me you, I was I down can and out. Can I tell out, the story? Like, out, out, Keith, out. Can I tell him how Keith gave me his car? Because, can I say this part? Sure, because if I tell it, it, it'll be... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith gave me his car because... First of I all, have, I gave you my car. He had so many my tickets. My license was suspended. Yeah, yeah. Keith had so many I'm tickets. I'm like, somebody needs to drive. He like, I need somebody to drive this car because my license suspended. You know what? Sure, I think all your friends had helped you out. He was like, yeah, these are my friends, man. They really, they really bailed me out. Yeah, after I got it out was, of jail. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it was a pivotal time. But like, when I say, like, I don't yeah. know. 2014 was, was not a good year. <laughs> that was a crazy time. <laughs> not a good time. But man, God, God was in the midst. God was in the midst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody was getting blessed. You know what I'm saying? Like, God was for sure, Keith. Sorry. <laughs> man, the Lord made, a, sure. made an overflow out of the little bit of meal and oil you had, huh? Mm. Listen. I'm trying to tell you. Then she got boy, an oil oh, change. Boy. She got an oil change in the car. No. Nah. No, no, no. You they scammed me. This is what happened. I took the car to get an oil change. They left the cap off of the oil or however that works. By the time I got well, home, the in. car wasn't in. Yeah, you know, I tried to sue those people. Well, I'm in. I did. I tried to. But um, it was a real big, you know, like uh, one of those big, super protected. You signed all your rights away when you came in places. Mm -hmm. So I got scammed out of that car key. But yeah, that's how I met Keith. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Oh. I met Keith twice. I met Keith <laughs> one time in college and again after college. I agree. That yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 sounds apropos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that Go the ahead. week? Well, who's okay. been saying apropos all week? No, I just feel like he's like have a new word, you know. No, like. no. <laughs> apropos is one of my no. favorite words. He has a huge vocabulary okay oh yeah why allison be trying to play what? me like all the time i know i be trying to like glean from Words you like you uh, on the sap in everyday conversations you like what Keith? <laughs> yeah he, here's the thing it is not to be it is not to be like pompous or anything like that sometimes i'm at a loss for words so in order to curtail that I learn other words and synonyms so that I won't be at You use pompous and curtail in the same sentence, Keith. You just made my point. You know what I'm saying? I was and not he did it very humbly. You did it I very humbly. Yes. And I was being sincere and genuine. Like I was honestly asking, like, is, is that, that the no, one? But you wasn't asking. Is that, that the one that I need to add to my vocabulary? Because I want to be as expansive, you know, in my speaking. I don't believe you. <laughs> it's all right, though. Thank you for oh, highlighting that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I love the word apropos. Yeah. When it's apropos, it's apropos. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
All right, Tony, let's do this so we could so we can get All right. this podcast so, going. So I was thinking about it earlier and I was like, man, when did I meet Keith? I feel like, like this is it's my birthday. So I met Keith the summer of 2003. I know this because I was sent to Young People Summer Assembly, um, the General Baptist Convention of New Jersey. Mm. Each of the member churches would send a delegate of teenagers. Oh, delegate? To- <laughs> <laughs> it say for a long time. <laughs> it was three. It was three. They would send three people from a church, right? I think it was four, but my four. church, but the year that I went, my first year, we, my church sent five because I won Bible Bowl, which was like a quiz show of <laughs> Bible questions. So we won an extra spot and it was me. Um, and so wow. I was happy about that. So that year they went to Atlanta. So most of the years it would be at a college in New Jersey, but every four years they would go out of state. So that was the fourth year, the senior year for that class. They got to go out of state. So mm-hmm. I got to go to Atlanta my first year. So we stayed at Clark, Atlanta, uh, where Keith ended up going. Yeah. Um, and that was where I met Keith. I don't remember the exact first um, interaction that I had with Keith, yeah. but I do remember he was one class ahead of me, even though we were in the same graduating high school class, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> They had a talent show in the middle of the week, and uh, he was hilarious to me with uh, his sketches and skits. So that's where I connected with Keith. What is happening right now? <laughs> Multitasking is happening. Multitasking is happening. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I met Keith. Cool. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keith celebrating his birthday right now. Like. I'm gonna replay this on my birthday, and I need to delegate a B mic so somebody can take over while I'm eating. Oh man! All right, let me play some music so we can. So this don't feel so awkward. How y'all like this? Hold on, I ain't playing. Nah, that ain't, that ain't, mm-mm. No, that ain't, okay. How, how y'all feel about this? It's oh, real. yeah. <laughs> nah, we're not doing the, uh, no. the Jake Sacred Love Songs. This is like Sacred Love Songs Volume 80, ain't it? Tamala Man. <laughs> nah, that's solo body. Nah, that's too. Mm. You are now listening to the smooth sounds of Thank God for the group chat. <laughs> that was this, good. This that sounds, was really this sounds, good. Like this sounds more like this sounds more like this is transition music. This is what? Uh what's the word? I don't want to get the acronym wrong. When when people be whispering on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You are Anything. now listening. They be doing any old thing. They be like, the group chat. (laughs) Yo, they really do. (laughs) I can't. It makes my skin crawl. Yes. I cannot. I don't don't like. No, please stop. (laughs) Have y'all ever uh, listened to like a reading, like a Bible reading or like a book reading that's ASMR? No. It's not. You just hear like the pages flipping. Yeah. 
Oh God. <laughs> no. I'll be uh, so distracted. It'll be like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my, my God! God. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they be sounding I'm like Steve, to... it be sounding like Steve Urkel when he pouring something. But can we just that, 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 that Tony had a Bible ready oh to demonstrate with, like right. by his we side? We don't know what we're gonna talk okay, about Tony. today. This man is same same, okay? Like, <laughs> like I'm talking about a tangible Bible, y'all. <laughs> you gotta hear Tony. Podcast. Right? He ain't pull out the app. Nothing. <laughs> no, nah, you, you gotta, gotta hear my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, that boy, saved, but he ain't save, save. Like he, he gonna make it in, just like the rest of us. That's all that I'm just holding on to the him. That's all bit. that matters. That's the first time I heard Tony podcast. I said, okay, they cussing on here. Okay, <laughs> you want them cussing saints? You, you is Baptist though. You said no. you Baptist, so yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm saved, it's, Jason. Um, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jason. Obviously, not 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 the contrary. It ain't directly neither. <laughs> Same to Jason. Mm. We all come to the cross equally sinful. We all raised from the cross equally. Your affiliate saved. saved. Right, <laughs> saved to Jason. <laughs> you got it saved by John. Joke. You 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 got saved not in the name of John, John not, not Jesus. John the Baptist. John he taught the you. Baptist. Right. I'm all right. All right let's do an icebreaker as if we haven't already broken the ice. But um, let's play the game that we that we call and everybody else calls. Would you rather, guys? I need some music. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather? Be the first to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease? Would you rather be the first person to explore a new planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease? I'm Did we get to provide text context? Or is it just answer the question and move on? Would you rather <laughs> be the first person to explore a planet? Okay, just say or that. Be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease. I'd rather be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease. Final answer. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, because there is like I know what's going to happen like, right? like exploring the planet I don't know what's going to happen I don't know if I'm going to survive I don't know if I'm going to like it um, I don't know if I will you know become profit like if there's profit attached to it but with me curing this disease and creating some support for this disease I am helping people live and I'm going to be a billionaire so there's that mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I personally would rather uh, explore a new planet uh, only because I feel like it's actually the safer option. I feel like I would be proud to help cure a disease. However, I know that Big Pharma as a as a uh, hyper um, 
uh, conspiracy theorists that they would probably come after me and I have a family and children. So I'd rather play it safe and go the route of finding the planet. <laughs> mm. So I was thinking okay. about this and I definitely thought about Big Pharma and was like, mm, I don't want to play that game. Even though the bag, <laughs> the bag is alluring. I, I can say that. Yeah. And then I thought about the planets, right? Exploring another planet. And there's still some big entities that um, probably wouldn't like that too much. So either way, <laughs> I'm going to have to deal with somebody. Either way. Yeah. Um, I might have to go... I might go with the planet. I think I'm going to go with the planet. Yeah. I'll explore the planet first. Because maybe I'll find something that can help me against <laughs> that entity. I'll take that. Yeah. Might right. find might find one of uh, the men in black aliens or something or something help men in black alien. What about you, who, Keith? Who um who landed on the moon? Neil Armstrong. And Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, and, definitely. And who, <laughs> and who else? He was a ton of other people, but he's the only one who is notable and known and known. Exactly. <laughs> this is true. Give me, the, give me the planet. Don't nobody know who cured nothing. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? You know who does know? That person knows. No, <laughs> that person actually, knows. That person I happen knows. to know. I don't know them personally, but the person who invented Viagra, they have this stop. huge. I ain't step on your answer. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to talk it to me about Viagra? On. <laughs> Listen. What and all, why do you know who cured by? I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying there are some people. No, who... no, I do know one. Now the person who cured by. <laughs> that okay. is an interesting one. That is only because their house is here in Miami and it's huge. It's on Star Island and everybody knows it. That's uh, I all. Bet, I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is in Miami. I'm your pusher. <laughs> he pushed the right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all them old people in Miami had the perfect testing ground. Okay. Right. Mm. Retirement home village. Very true. Very true. Very true. Okay, ladies. I mean, well, that would be my answer because the notoriety, you know, my, I'm very big on legacy. I, I'm not so much consumed about money. I'm not consumed over money at all, but the the notoriety and the legacy that my name would leave would cause me to want to explore a planet or be the first to explore a planet hmm. over a over inventing a drug that cures a deadly disease sorry sorry to say <laughs> so, mm. sorry to those people who are gonna die <laughs> huh he'll play yeah. from another planet but maybe but maybe <laughs> but maybe, maybe maybe the planet that i discover has those entities True. and those minerals or whatever you need to maybe kryptonite someone. might heal some stuff you know what i mean there, there you have it so speaking <laughs> about healing things uh 21 savage is trying to heal Atlanta and um, <laughs> not so healing, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Keith out. is the Segway King. Just he tongue, man. I'm just trying to do a show here. That's all. Twenty One Savage. He speaks out against gun violence. So thoughts thoughts on Twenty One Savage. Is this the case of right message, wrong messenger? Um. Well, from what he said, and I don't know Twenty One Savage personally. Like I don't really know if he's from the streets or if he grew up in the suburbs. I don't know. You know, people rap about stuff all the time. <laughs> that they don't really have any kind of like real connection to, you know, like he just happens to be really good at it. And I personally don't understand, like some people like myself, I'm not a good, I can't really write what I don't know. Right. But there are people who, you know, they feel like, Oh, I walked past the gang life one time and now I'm gonna write about it. Like it's my life because it's more entertaining or it's attracted more, you know, listeners or whatever the case. Now, I do believe he came out and made a statement about every. I don't live everything that I write about, but I don't know. He you better, know how, especially in Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know how much. You know, like I don't know if you know. Maybe his best friend is a kingpin, and he get all his knowledge from just you know taking the stories that he heard and turning it into music. If that's the case, I mean. But uh, then again, even if, even if he has experience, you know, lived in the in the gang violence life, then wouldn't that make him even more qualified to say time to put an end to this? You know, so I think either way is fine as long as the message is being received well. I'm over here reading some of his lyrics. I don't listen to Twenty One Savage, so yeah. <clears throat> you had to do some research. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting that he's, you know, coming coming out against violence when um he promotes it yeah his lyrics mm -hmm. were just promoted so that's interesting i'm like okay he, said he doesn't promote violence yes you do yes you do 21 savage maybe he doesn't understand what the word promote means yeah because this lyric because to his, mention um, something at incessantly is to promote something and every oh 16 bar verse he has there is a mention of guns and violence so you can't say you don't promote it when every time you rap, it's there. Drive by, shoot your doors off. Mm. Turn your four door to a cook, nigga. That is in his song. Close mm. my eyes. Per Google. Um, per Google. Sounds, a bit, sounds a bit violent to me. <laughs> I mean, okay, so for example, so, right? Mm -hmm. Steve Harvey, who has had a numerous amount of divorces um, and has had some really poor relationship decisions in the past now promotes, you know, wholesome marriages, how to make your relationship work, how to make your man happy, how to get the woman, all of these things, right? Does he become less credible because of his um, experience in the past or does it make him more credible because he's had those experiences? Um, I think kind of yes and no. One thing about Steve Harvey, though I do think he loses, loses some credibility just overall because of his history, the, the difference is his evolution. And one thing about him is he's transparent about his history, right? Like mm -hmm. he is, he lets folks know like, hey, this was, it, his story was pretty, was pretty public. Um, mm -hmm. So there's evolution there. There's clear evolution there, right? Where he's like, hey, 
I had to do all go through all this to get Marjorie. And this is where we are now. Let me tell you how to get what I got and how to keep it versus someone who has not had any sort of public evolution that we know of or has or has even spoken about unless I'm mistaken right he's not saying yo I've made some bad decisions my lyrics have not always been positive I've promoted this but let me apologize be accountable and let's change courses right to just come out and be like yeah no 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 that's not the violent stuff it's it, uh, it, it's just no You're, you can't do that you no 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 yeah I agree okay. I don't I don't think that Steve necessarily I guess you lose credibility in terms of the application, but in terms of sharing life lessons that you may have learned throughout the entirety of your life span, I think it's fine to share those things. Um, but it's definitely, it definitely depends how you present that information. Um, Cause there was a point with Steve Harvey that was like, dog, I don't want to hear this from you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the sure. way, you, the way that you're portraying this is as if, you've always had the answers yeah now when you clarify and say hey i didn't have these answers when i was 25 and married i didn't have it the second time but the third time i got it right and now i have some answers and here's what i learned and here's where i went wrong before cool we'll take that um i do want to reframe this a little bit though because 21 savage wasn't speaking about the gun violence 21 savage is uh the artist but she had been Abraham Joseph. He was speaking out about gun violence. Mm. The character of Twenty One Savage was not speaking because the twenty one the character of Twenty One Savage is on record and consistently mm. on record about what he thinks. But mm. the man behind Twenty One Savage, maybe he feels that way. Mm. But if you're going to play that character, you got to take the criticism that comes with it. So if you play Ghost on TV then do you have the say uh i mean do you get to say like i don't want my my i don't want my acting skills to represent a drug dealer who kills people anymore do you have a say in the in the music industry after you've already you know created this this name for yourself and this brand and you sold yourself to uh, a major music industry or a company in in, in general yeah. like do you get to say i don't want to play ghost anymore I like that question. And I think that those two industries differ just a little bit because what, and I'll use ghost as the example, Amari Hardwick plays ghost, but he's played other roles previous to ghost where he wasn't a kingpin. He wasn't murdering people. So there's already variety there, but 21 Savage's entire catalog is consistent. He didn't make an album where he's like, yo, this is my album about loving my girl. And then made an album. <laughs> this is my album about fatherhood. And this is my or album. Kanye West. And this is my gospel album. Yes, exactly. Now, Kanye, <laughs> I see. There we go. I'm just kidding. But yes, there's a difference because of that, where there's some flexibility in acting that there isn't with the music industries, particularly the rap industry. Singers get a little bit more flexibility where you can make different styles of albums. Beyonce can do. I don't even want to use Beyonce, but any other art R&B artist can make this album, then a gospel album, then a country album, then a folk album. And we would generally accept it as long as we like the music. But rappers, wow. once you put your stamp out there, it's kind of hard for rappers to change. At least historically, okay. it's been that way. Wait, is Kanye West a rapper or singer? Yes. 
rapper. Oh, he's a rapper. Okay, so let me use Kanye real fast because mm-hmm. I want to hear Keith's point too. Um, it, I remember when um, Kanye first made that transition, right? We kind of watched him go through a lot of turmoil. We also watched him kind of transition with a lot of his life uh, choices. But, you know, he also has songs out that talk about bleaching a girl's mm-hmm. um, yeah. private areas. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just want to say, like... <laughs> Uranus, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then turning around and you know having gospel albums and constantly preaching preaching Jesus Christ on his social media. Um, I do remember some people saying that it was for show and it was for money and it was for attention and it was you know it was fake, it wasn't real, right? But we also kind of accepted that this is who he is as a new person right so maybe Mm -hmm. we didn't see that on display with 21 savage but a change of heart has maybe already happened within them and i think it's okay to create a message after after having put out previous uh things that maybe don't represent who you are now right like i know we have this new thing of like going to people's twitter and seeing who they, they used, used to, to be. Say. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. I think sometimes maybe we we keep people stuck in those moments because you know their music is out and the lyrics are already published for the world to see, and there's no taking it back, right? Or uh, your tweets are already out there, your Instagram, Facebook posts are already out there where you had blackface. Like whatever the case may be, right? But mm-hmm. as you move on and as you transition, don't we get to give them grace in this new light and this new a new respective person or who they are, like honor that person in their in their present moment. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, and I'll be quick so Keith can go, but I think that the what we would look at is then now, what are you going to say after this? Don't come out with another album of I'm turning your That's four right. door into a coop. I'm chopping your, your lid off. You, you <laughs> topless now. Don't give me that on your next record. You don't hear that. I'm chopping your leg off. You <laughs> topless now. <laughs> he can't turn your four door into a coop. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. For instance, right? I'll use this example. It's my favorite rapper, but he got his ways with him. Mace. When Mace first came out, he was Murder Mace. Mace your favorite rapper? Yes. Oh, we gonna I don't blame me. Mace. <laughs> so, Mace is a good rapper. so Mace was my favorite rapper. He was a gangster rapper. Then P. Diddy made him pretty. He walked away from the industry, said he found the Lord, went down to Atlanta, got up under Creflo, came back with Welcome Back. I was like, oh, this is cool. He clean. He ain't, he ain't flipped back. And then he was with G and they talking about hey, Nick, calling Quentin Richardson. They put Brandy on the phone. You know she used to love me. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't you a pastor? Like, how do you like if you're gonna claim this radical change, then it has to be that. He never claimed mm-hmm. no radical change. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Show yes, he did. Radical change, or did he? Let say, say rap was of the devil. Wow, he did. Yes, he, he did say that. Hmm. And uh, I read an excerpt of his book. I never read the whole thing. He was talking about how he was. Uh, he walked down in a church. It was somewhere in New York. But he was in like the back of the church. He just went one Sunday and the altar call happened. And he said he walked down 
he still like had all his jewels and stuff on the kids was like yo that's mace so like he claims to have had a real spiritual encounter where the lord changed him mm. and you know and i do and maybe this is just my bias because he's my favorite rapper but mm. maybe there's been evolution we've seen ebbs and flows with him but all of that to say like you can't say one thing and then say something publicly like hey i'm against this gun violence and then go right back to i'm clapping all y'all it's on it's on site i'm spinning the block i'm killing my ops don't do that those are like low-key bars did you just make that up i'm spinning the block. Know, I'm I'm trying to all these rappers is spinning the block and killing ops that's what they do now you quoting um what's the, the other rapper who was saying like when i say spin the block it, it means like we, we oh that was multiple, um estg we playing multiple games of, of basketball <laughs> yeah no Wait, what? who said that estg they yeah. did like a, a lyric reading asking him what his lyrics meant and because rappers are being indicted based on the things they've said on record, he's trying to clean it up. He said, "No, no, that's it's not what I mean. Spin the block. I mean, I'm, I was doing my my Shaq impersonation. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was spinning on the block to dunk. You know? <laughs> we ride our bikes around here, right <laughs> open. Wow. Uh, no, but to that point, that's why I think Twenty One Savage is saying what he's saying." Yeah. I'm going to distance myself from I'm this. Going, yeah, I'm going to do damage control before it mm-hmm. even comes up. Being proactive, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, I'm going to be proactive about it. Yo, all of this gang violence, all of this <laughs> shooting and stuff, and shooting and looting and polluting, it needs to stop. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at some damage control. I'm not mad at a black man trying I to. I am when it's disingenuous. When it's only for the look, and he's still gonna put out that content to monetize it. Forget putting out the content. I'm still going to do this stuff if need be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm not mad at responsible firearm ownership. It's a knife. <laughs> it's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Tony get it. Tony get it. Tony get it. Look at these. Look at y'all. Look, I'm. Y'all need to put y'all ears to the street. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Tony get it though. That this that's a joke from years ago. So he in the middle of this man's head, he has a knife. And people they thought it was what they thought it was a cross or something. It looked like a heart. It looked like the old Jodeci symbol. It looked yeah. like a lot of stuff. And he was like, the it's a knife. It's a knife. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, but I, I really think that's that's what it is. I I don't really care about the gun violence and stuff because it's not affecting me directly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my music is selling the way that it sells or I'm I'm the rapper the way that I can be this rapper because you got people in the street that can actually tell you, nah, he do that. Nah, he really do that. But that's uh... what that's what street Craig is all about. That's what being that type of rapper is all about. You got to do some of this stuff that you're talking about. And you are in Atlanta where everybody knows everybody and they can easily say that man don't do none of what he talking about that he do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So his card would have gotten pulled 
so fast by now. Somebody would be like, no, I know him. He's a British boy from Britain. His mom <laughs> dropped him off in Britain. And that's he ain't never really been about that life. He just rap about that life. He only he don't even hang around us. He paid us to hang around him and all of that type of stuff. Where I'm Amaretta at? <laughs> Who's Amaretta? This is not Atlanta. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm a writer. She's so pretty. Um, I hate the way she talked, but she's very pretty. Um, and she can rap. Um, but yeah, that's that's just how that's how I feel about it. Um, so how how do y'all feel about the whole Britney Griner situation? She got sentenced to nine years in, in um the Russian prison, I don't know where, um, for carrying a very, very small amount of oil, some sort of CBD oil or something like that. Y'all correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't hashish feel like fact-checking and stuff. This is what I read. Hashish what? oil. Yeah, hashish. Hashish. Mm. It's just so wild to me. It's the wildest thing. Um, the fact that it got to this point, you know, that she, that our federal government or leadership hadn't figured out something if she wasn't gay, back. if she wasn't gay, is she still over there? Yes. If she if wasn't she, gay, if she wasn't gay, is she is she locked up? Yes. If she wasn't gay? Yes. If she wasn't gay, if she wasn't black, if she wasn't, she wasn't a woman. And if LeBron woman, did, if who, LeBron who wouldn't be over there. Le- exactly, like LeBron, LeBron wouldn't be over there. LeBron so, do steroids. He don't do no. Can, uh, can, no I, <laughs> can I? Uh, so let me say this, right? Brittany Griner was over there to make money um, because she plays there in the WNBA's off season. So when you are going somewhere for commercial sake, you should definitely. Be on your P's and Q's about the laws and statutes of wherever you're all going right, to right, make right, money. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. Not uh-huh. you, not you, not what you, you mean? first. I forgot okay. how you felt about this. So not not you first. No, thank you. And not, not me right. first either. Not, not you first. Not me. Either. Allison, she has the heart on this podcast, so I don't want to hear. From, <laughs> I don't want to hear from Keith, Alicia, or Tony right now. So we talked about Captain Planet. Um. You know I mean? so, I just I just think it's sad. I do feel like it's sad on a on a couple of different um for a couple of different reasons. One, um it's a picture of how black women just are not like valued because let that have been a white woman and if I mean all of our forces would have been over there. Like especially now because we're already like, you know, in some Got, got issues with Russia, like it just wouldn't be happening, right? Um, so that's um, one one reason why I think it's just a tragic story. But two, the fact that this is a working woman who is a WNBA player and has to supplement her income by still playing overseas is just unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Now, Granny, I understand that that's a, a matter of ticket sales and uh, demand and all these things like that and it's on us to support the WBA in order for their pay to increase. I understand all of that. However, comma, it still sucks that they are doing the exact same thing, playing a professional sport. The only difference is they are females and they have to do other things to supplement their income. Like they're making like 50k a year, 60k a year versus 
The, <laughs> the I can keep this thinking what I'm thinking. I don't like it. I don't like that a WNBA player has to go overseas to work. I don't like it. Period. Point blank. And then there's two things you don't about. have to. When I say have to, I mean for basketball, they would have to. In comparison to the NBA, let me be let me be clear. In comparison to the NBA, mm-hmm. their pay scale it is just it's ridiculous. the The pay gap is ridiculous. The gender wage gap is ridiculous, and not just in the WNBA versus NBA. The, the gender wage the gender wage gap in America period is ridiculous. So that's what I'm that's where I'm coming from when it comes to comparing um, a female professional basketball player in America to a male basketball player in America. I hate that they have to, or they feel the need to supplement their income in other ways because what they're getting strictly from the WNBA isn't enough. Um, That's why I say that. And when I say enough, that that is relative, but again, in comparison, I think it's, I think it's terrible. She, okay. I appreciate that. I would argue that with you up and down. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, oh no. Can, no, because this is not I? what we talking about. Can I? Please, <laughs> can I? She locked up. Can she I? locked up. Okay, <laughs> but that's, like, but that's part of the reason why she's locked up. But that is part of the reason why she's locked up. It's a part she, of it, though. It plays a part in the reason why she's there in the first place. She's locked up because she makes $60,000 a year? No, 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 no. No. I'm a... Okay, I'm a big picture person, y'all. Okay, I'm a big picture person. So you like make six, you make let me, more than most most people in America. Let me let me let me, add, let me add something real quick to this conversation. So I just was like, let me just look up Brittany Griner's contract. So her WNBA contract, she signed a three-year six hundred and sixty-four thousand dollar contract, which means uh-huh. her average salary is two hundred and twenty grand. She only the WNBA season runs from May, I think to September. <laughs> so for five months of work, she gets a quarter million dollars. Does she need to go to Russia? Can we can we rewind? Mm. <laughs> so this is her. This is her specifically. Now I get it. She's an athlete. She's trying to monetize her body. In her in her athletic prime, so she's going to go and do other jobs. I like yes. how that sound. Monetize her body. I like how that sound. <laughs> well, okay, monetize her athletic prowess. Let me rephrase that. She's monetizing her athletic prowess, right? Yeah, she took her talents to Russia. Yes. Now, <laughs> again, you did touch on you know fan support, basketball related income that the WNBA doesn't have in comparison to the NBA. The NBA season also runs from October to June, so they work in a full a full eighty two to one hundred game schedule. I saw the NBA like the 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 Warriors preseason schedule popped up, and I'm like, the season just ended. Yes, y'all about to play again? They get like, like a full cool month and a half off yeah, before they need to be back in and train. Yeah, I don't want to hear from y'all at least till December. Go ahead. But yes, so. Yes, it does play a part in her trying to get that money. And I'm not mad at her going to get her money. Go get it. But know where you're going and know what the rules are. And don't break none of them. Because 
these kind of things, international conflicts with countries, those things will play a part in whatever happens with you if you get caught out of line over there. Now, I will say this, and most people will not like this. I'm gonna use an example from they liked everything was, else you said. So I think it was I think it was 20 you ain't I think like it was 2017 or 2018. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the UCLA Bruins went to China to do some preseason and this is an NCAA basketball team. These players are not paid. Leangelo Ball, the middle brother of the Ball brothers, Lonzo's little brother, Lamelo's older brother, was at UCLA at the time. He got caught stealing some stuff in China. Mm-hmm. They grabbed him up they did. immediately. They were ready to lock him up. And they did. And number 45 got him home. Number 45 got a lot of people home. Number 45 let a lot of people out, got people home. Just saying. Oh, 45. Oh. Yeah, that's 45. It's clear. I'm like, I want to be like, who I plays you number about, 45? I thought you were talking <laughs> about place. 95 Michael Jordan. No, <laughs> I was really struggling. I'm like, okay, so I thought you were talking about Jackie Robinson. 45? Jackie Robinson, give me my chance. <laughs> I was so confused. Jackie okay, Robinson is 42. I man. got you. People have been bringing that up about 45 versus 46 and what 45 would not be tolerating right now. And I ain't gonna hold you. Some of their arguments I agree with 1000%. He ain't so tolerate sure. the stuff they're doing to him now. He's like, hey, are they at my house? Come <laughs> out. They're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here after I kill my wife and put her in the. Uh, in the in he definitely the, did that, Key. He did that. He uh, definitely did that. We about, we about to go to trial. And we about to, put, sudden, we about to uh, hit this 18 foot putt right over her body. Off, off, off and it was mysterious. One. They was like, they don't know how the middle of her gut is missing, even though she tripped down oh, the steps. Oh, her stomach oh, I thought you said she fell down the steps. Mysteriously, she fell down the steps. Yeah, after you took her guts out of her stomach. I would fall down the steps, too. <laughs> I'm I don't want to laugh, but that's crazy. No, he did that. He definitely did that. He is a murderer. Like, <laughs> many times on this. And, and no, and murderer side. Keith, I wish you had the same. Listen, listen to me. And this ain't his first murder. You know it. <laughs> For sure, I don't disagree. Listen, if I'm bearing you under the golf course, so under the 18th I, hole, uh, no, it's under the first hole, it's under the first <laughs> tee. The first <laughs> tee now, now, first or last is hilarious. <laughs> but, oh man, I think last is last is more poetic, but like, but it's under the first one. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, I don't know how many bodies. I do that, and I know that y'all can't tax my golf property anymore because now it's considered a cemetery. And it's unclassy for you to come and exhume a body. And this is right before y'all indict me. Very taboo to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Uh, Murdering aside, um, though, Trump was not on that bag. He wasn't. Aside from the murders. Y'all see now. I mean, I don't think he's the only one. I don't think he's the only one that did that, but I don't. I'll never forget the way he was throwing them uh paper towels at the, <laughs> at the Mexicans at the border. 
I'll never forget. Like for like for example, what he did to Je Jeffrey Epstein. Like he was really like, oh, that place was disgusting. You would hate to see it. Like he he really tried to tell everybody about it before it came out. <laughs> now everybody know about it, and he like, you see the tape. You see what I tried to tell y'all. You ain't want to hear me. But, but, but he would only know because he wasn't he participating. Like wasn't he like around? Like, well, he, he was like personal. friends with the guy, but he didn't go to the island yet. But when he went to the island, because that video, that clip that they show of him like saying how disgusting the place was, was like. Before he he wasn't president at the time, like it was years ago. Oh, oh, okay, I got you. I got you I'll never you. forget the way he fed um, Clemson them Big Macs. Yeah, Big Macs, yeah, Chick Fil A, uh, chicken sandwiches. Now that hey, was, uh, hey that it was, was COVID. He had to keep the food covered. It was COVID. Nah. He had to keep the food covered. I nah, we could have used mask gloves and, and and stay protected another way and cook them people a home cooked meal. They get they could even. It wasn't no COVID happening then. That wasn't it was, it was before that. Yeah, it wasn't oh, okay. with COVID. They were uh the government was shut down. Oh so okay. instead of him hiring caterers and all of that type of stuff, he was doing as, as a billionaire could do, <laughs> he was like, order all of these. Big Macs wild. And, and I, I hope he tipped the Uber each driver for bringing all this stuff. Now you know he didn't. I never forget how he was trying to ban the um the importation of avocados. Wow, dude oh was wild. God. Terrible. We dude. can't we can't get on this topic, y'all. We're gonna be here for a it. decade. Y'all started. Sorry, y'all. Sorry Trump for bringing that up. He, he was like he was he was shooting um paper towels <laughs> at the Mexicans because there was a flood. He was a reality TV star. That was the first Yo. thing. Did y'all really see him was. on that Apprentice? He really he killed. Him. I'll say this: he is he the most camera aware president we've ever had. He is the most uh, self-absorbed anything that would give me publicity president we've ever had. Remember when he yeah. had COVID and he had to walk up the stairs and, <laughs> and he was trying to act like he didn't have it no more, but he was wheezing and out of breath. Yo, <laughs> I, I it's, a, it's a farce. We can't do it's this. We ain't have a, to go. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong we with it. We can't do this. <laughs> Who I be worried about though for real, y'all, is Biden. I be like, Lord, this man gonna tip over any moment now. Man, he he had, stop. I will say, debate, when they had their debate, he had me dying when he was like, Look at him, he's got the biggest mask you've ever seen. It's just huge, it's a huge mask. Biden was like, Man, would you just shut up, man? Shut up, man. <laughs> I think I said the other day last week, um, he was shaking, they were some speaker was shaking hands with everyone. And it was like four people, whatever. And the guy, before he speaks, shakes Biden's hand. And I guess Biden forgot immediately. And so when the guy was done shaking hands with everyone else, Biden's just like having his hand out, like, are you going to shake mine? And then he like remembers, like, oh, he already, he already mm. came to me. Like, this oh, no. dude, his mind is oh, gone. Like, he's, he's losing it, y'all. He's losing it. Somebody hit him with that with that men in black flash and he don't remember no, nothing. Yeah, real. Like he was just saying that like, like oh, I see what you're trying to do, Tony. I appreciate it. Will ah, Smith, transition. Will Smith apologizes um for uh the slap heard around the world. I like to call it the slap <laughs> that the world deserved, but Chris Ramp, Chris, Chris Rock got. That's what I like to call. Yeah. But um he apologizes uh for it. Uh what are y'all thoughts on it? I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was the apology. Yep. The slap. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was great form for the slap. You know how Keith feel. It was. 
It was. He's like, had, we needed. He had a nice. We needed that clip. Look, he had like, been he had been training with Venus and Serena, and that forehand was ready. <laughs> I thought it was beautiful. I thought he was so vulnerable, which makes me believe he was being sincere and genuine. Um, because to to this is y'all know me. This is me in my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was thought, like, I thought he was so sincere, <laughs> getting on getting on that camera and having. <laughs> Four months later. Four months later. <laughs> four months of practice and rehearsal. Yo, let me that see me. Most, that was the let most serious stage of what I've ever seen. At least somebody Shut nice on me. here. Shut up. At least somebody <laughs> on here is nice. Go ahead. Go ahead, IB. <laughs> What I was going to say in addition to that was regardless of why he did it, why he chose his time, I feel like it was very much like, all right, let me get this out of the way so that I can go on about my career, right? I do believe there was for sure some like, of course it was political, right? Like, all right, can we be friends again, right? But I also, this and that, okay, I think it can be both. I think it was also sincere and also genuine um, for him to like explain um, where he was. And if you listen closely, he honestly didn't even like, because the one of the questions was like, you know, why didn't you apologize in the moment, you know? And he was pretty much like, I was out of it. He didn't even say like, I'm so sorry. I should have said, I'm sorry. Then like, he was, he was honest. Like, I felt like he was not saying in the moment, I regretted that. I, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm not articulating, articulating what I feel right um, I feel what you're saying. No, I hear you. It's just like he was genuine about the fact that he there yeah, wasn't like, remorse that wasn't, that, moment. that wasn't appropriate. Yeah, but I felt how I felt. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's why I feel like he was sincere. I don't think he was like backpedaling. You know, it was just like I thought about this. That was trash. I reached out. He ain't ready yet. Me and Tony probably gonna be cool no more. Tony Rock. Like I felt like that was just very sincere. And him explaining where I, I thought it was sincere. And I really also miss that one-sided friendship with Tony Rock. Yeah, the career, the <laughs> career that you didn't have that I helped you out with. I really brother didn't put you on TV, but I did. I'm really gonna miss. I'm I really mean, gonna the miss way paying you to be to, to be on the show for ten. Minutes. It was Tony Rock trying cold. to come at him in his 150 person audience, sir. <laughs> man, he came out playing Tupac. I was like, all right, all right, all right. It's, it's, at this point, I think it's irreparable. Like, I don't want to be friends with you. I'm glad. I'm glad this is over. <laughs> we weren't even I, friends. Don't, don't. don't I, I, I forgive you. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. Wait, who? <laughs> you were an employee. It's irreparable. It's irreparable. It's irreparable. It's irreparable. Yeah. No, well, forgive me. No, it's cool. It's cool. I don't deserve it. I'll be your friend. I I will say this. I um, I I don't think we'll see August Alcina anywhere near Will Smith because uh, uh, that, that, that frail man that might <laughs> that might come out quick. Yeah. Can we talk about? Okay, no, that's no. that's old. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. Jada's uh, not a good person. We know. But okay, that. I agree. Good. Okay. He was like, "I'm sorry, babe." I'm sorry. Baby. What do you call misogynist when it comes from a woman? Is it still misandry? Mm. Mm. Hatred sure. of man is misandry, so she's a misandrist. 
Mm. He's ready. Yeah. He, he was way too ready for that. He, he, hey, like, too ready. He, he knows some masseuses. <laughs> he knows some masseuses in his <laughs> He knows some massages. <laughs> some massages? I know some massages. He, he knows mad massages. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah. He's been waiting for a long time. I was going to ask that question. Ready. Massage. He got the thesaurus ready. Come <laughs> on, Tony. <laughs> massage. You'll never catch a moment. <laughs> Tony, stay ready, Timberlake. Cassandra's. That's what they call it. Placentas. I'm done. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I was cool with his apology. Make a nasty segue. <laughs> <laughs> Save us, Keith. Spare us. I was about to make a terrible sandwich. We don't want it. We don't want it. No, I'm not going to give it to y'all. Nah, I want it. Nah, bring, nah. Bring it. I'm not gonna, I'll let y'all infer. No, um, if Keith said it was nasty, it's probably nasty. Yes. I'll, I will let y'all infer. Uh, uh, a bishop rebukes Beyonce's church girl. I don't think that he's entirely, I don't think he's wrong at all. Um, Tank response and other people backlash, as you thought that it would happen. Um, what are y'all thoughts on on the church girl song? Can you give us some background? What are some of the lyrics or like uh, what is church girl about? <laughs> made oh, uh, uh, I'll go, I'll go. Uh, yes, yeah, so- I had just I had just posted something about um, post posted something from um, Candace Bimbo about this, and um, I one thousand percent. Agree with her. Um, I said her name on purpose. Um, she said, I expected the backlash to church girl. Um, Christians are nothing if not predictable. The irony is Ooh. their reaction is exactly what makes the song resonate with so many of us. Ouch. Um, and I agree with that because church girl, like for like, I, I literally got emotional listening to that song. Because Ooh. it is my summer anthem, like okay. it is everything. And um, one of the lyrics in it is like, "She ain't trying to hurt nobody. She's trying. She's just trying to do the best she can. Happy on her own with her friends without a man." Like I feel like the song is, um, it's liberating to the to the church girl who has struggled with, um. Living in the world, Pe- no struggled with people pleasing. Struggled with um, <laughs> keep like you feeling <laughs> like like it's 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 the ultimate like okay, am I pleasing God or am I just trying to like live up to the religious standards that we created? Yeah, the expect the expectations like I'm just I'm just trying to live my life and figure it out, and I gotta gotta do this, I gotta do that, and and so many of us. Some some call it deconstructing, others call it uh, I don't, whatever you want to call it. So many of us are on um, personal, individual journeys, trying to just figure out who am I, who is God to me, um, what is my relationship with the church versus Christ, and how that all reconciles. Right? We're all just in these different spaces, and I feel like this song was just like, here you go. While you're figuring it out, just enjoy this. Just dance a little bit. Just truck a little bit, you know. And I love the song, and I think it's just wonderful. And I just feel like what what um, her name is Tammy Haddon. She's a pastor in Atlanta, and um, she was just like Beyonce has a platform that she uses to spread her message. 
why are we Christians using our platforms, the pulpits to spread Beyonce versus Jesus? Like we keep trying to critique and make worldly people be like Christ when they never subscribe to that. Let us spread Jesus and let that be that. Right. Because that means the cross alone mm -hmm. is powerful enough. I right. For us to keep trying to criticize the, the world is going to be the world. Why? Mm. Why do we continue to condemn the world? Like mm. that's not what we do. We spread. We preach Jesus and we let him do the work. We let him do the transformative work. The power is in Jesus, not in our judgment, not in our condemnation, not in our critiques, not in our opinions. It holds no power. So if our goal is to transform people, to convert people, then preach Jesus and let that be that. And while you're preaching Jesus, if it, or while I'm preaching Jesus, if I want to enjoy this song, right? And in my bedroom twerk, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it can be both. And my, me enjoying this song has nothing to do with me going outside and looking like Jesus to somebody else. What I do, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I can enjoy this music in the privacy of my home while also doing my best to reflect Christ when I encounter his other children. I'm so what do the pastors say? Because as soon as after I get that in this party, I'm going to let Ali, go of this I'm like, body. I'm going <laughs> to love on me. Nobody can judge me but me. I was born free. I'll drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. <laughs> I said now pop it like a thotty. Pop it like a thotty. Yes. Bad. Hey. Me say now drop hey. it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. You bad. Church girls. I like the way Keith is reading this. Like they know it's bad killing girls me. Acting snotty. You bad. It's Let giving it dad go, right girl. now, Keith. Let it go. Let it out, girl. Watch out, Let Bailey. it out. Twerk that ass. Like you came up out the south, girl. Ooh, ooh. I said, now drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. You bad. Bad girl acting naughty. Church girl, don't hurt nobody. You can be my daddy if you want to. Oh, Jesus. You can be my daddy if you want to. You can get it tatted if you want to. You can get it tatted if you want to. You can get it tatted if you want to. She ain't trying to hurt Nobody. Put your lighters in the sky. Get this mother effer, Liddy. <laughs> she gonna shake that ass and them pretty big old big old tig old bitties. Oh, uh, uh, tig old bitties. Big old <laughs> 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 Yo, the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So get your racks up, get your math up. I'm we back get it. it up. We got it. We got back it. it up, back it up. I'ma bust it, bust it, bust it, bust it. Back it up. I see them gray pants. Why is he gray reading it like this? I see a blank check. I'm finally on the other side. I, I think I know where Keith is going with this. Swimming through the oceans, tears. No, this the part. This the part got that me all teary eyed. You know you got church in the morning, the morning, but you're doing God's work. You're going in. She ain't trying to hurt nobody. She is trying to do the best she can. Happy on her own with her friends, without a man. I'm warning everybody. Soon as I get in this <laughs> okay. party, All right. I'm going to let go of this body. I'm going to love on me. Nobody can judge me but me. I was born free. Born free. 
Why did goes, you read and that? And it goes like... on as such. It must be your cash because it ain't your face. <laughs> oh, that, that's a part of it? That's a part yes. Of it? Yeah. yeah. I've seen a meme that had Jay-Z. It was like a confused face. Like when he heard that part of the song, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, I agree um, to some of the things that you um, brought up that I think you said her name was Tammy Haddon. Yes. Yes. There's some things that I agree with her there. Um, I will say, I think that a lot of people who go out of their way to critique the world do so with the mindset that the world is going to draw people that are in the flock away. Like it's a more of a fear-based response than a that's good a actual teaching response. Which which, 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 I, which I have to say is it's like do we believe that He's he who's within us is more powerful than he that's within the world? Like it's like what what do we do we do do we believe we have the power or no? Like if I'm so afraid, like I don't know. I just, okay, I'm go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Romans chapter fourteen. Um, talks about, I believe it's 14. I keep thinking it's 14, but um, Romans talks about not doing certain things so that you don't lead your brother astray. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And like, so forsaking the appearance of evil. Yeah. So like whether it be eating something that like, so like whatever for that man, for your brother, if that's sin to him, like don't do that around that man because that's sin to that man and you might cause him to stumble. So it's less about you. And the Bible calls that worse than than the sin itself, you know, like because mm. you you cause somebody else to fall, right? Yeah. So it's like it's you got to. It goes careful. back. Sorry. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna go say ahead. it goes back to Genesis with the "Am I my brother's keeper?" Yes, you are. Mm. Yeah. I just wanted to add that. So, like, yeah, like you got the Holy Spirit in you, but the flesh is weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, we cannot mm -hmm. think about, like, I was talking to my friend a while ago. He's like, yeah, man, I ain't had sex in, in a month and da-da-da-da-da. I'm good. I was like, yo, just, you know, that's what's up. Like, stay prayed up and all of that type. I'm good, man. I'm like, you don't think you ever going to sin ever again? <laughs> I've like, been on a diet for 30 days. Yeah, yeah, like the Bible says, take heed lest you fall. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do have to. We do have to continue Be to feed watch ourselves. And pray. Yeah, watch and pray because so many times we are led astray. And Beyonce is one of those people that leads people astray. I mean, Influence has is a, heavy. Has the potential, let me say, let me say the potential to lead people astray because of the heavy influence that she has. Um, I saw a clip of Donnie McClurkin like hailing Beyonce, like Beyonce, she's gonna always, she's gonna always have a place in my book because I was going at, I was at this concert or this thing and they didn't do gospels. They were saying they didn't do gospel and Beyonce came up behind me. No, you don't do gospel. You don't do that. Like, so somebody like that putting a stamp of approval on Beyonce that, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Sometimes that can do some damage, especially yes. when a person like that makes a song like this condoning mm -hmm. certain things. You know what I'm saying? Now you, Ali, you might, you might not take it to where, you know what I mean? To where God is displeased, uh, or you know, mm -hmm. God knowing your heart or something like that. But somebody else might, and somebody else will. You know what I'm saying? Like, For so sure. that's why you have laws, right? Like, well, I, I wouldn't do this. Why we like because there is somebody that would. Mm -hmm. That's why you have laws. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. because somebody would do that. 
and somebody is still doing it. You know what I mean? Like so. And mm-hmm. and speaking of the laws, I'm gonna always take the the stance that it is not our responsibility to be anybody's police. You know, we have one job, and that is to love God, love ourselves, and love our neighbors, and let Jesus do the rest. I just, I just, I'm just gonna I'll always preach it. Let Jesus be Jesus. We yeah. cannot police Can I drop the world <laughs> with the finger. No. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> no, I just want to drop a question here. So when you said love God and then love your neighbor, what does love your neighbor mean? How does how does that how does does that apply like? to yes, what does it look like and how does that apply to looking out for somebody's best interest? How do you how I do think, you navigate that? I think it's so vast and I think it's so broad. And I think honestly it can be endless. I also what I can I think how I can answer that in regards to this context, it's telling you what I don't believe it looks like. I don't believe loving our neighbors looks like taking our um, platforms to tell people, you shouldn't be listening to this. This person is the devil. They are a witch. They are this and this and that. Placing all these labels because at the end of the day, when it comes to Beyonce's soul salvation, we don't know where she stands. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, preach Jesus, preach Jesus and preach wisdom. Right. But again, mm-hmm. it's for me, it's going to always be like, let's not be black or white, because when we start doing that, it's a slippery slope. And we have to then be consistent and apply that to everything. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't do that when it comes to our own stuff. The, the, the church's stuff, right? We always want to cover the church when church folks doing ridiculous, crazy stuff, right? Let's not expose. Let's not. Let's not talk about niggas. You know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. but but when it comes to the world, it's mm-hmm. you know you you feel what I'm saying? It's just like it's hey. not preach Jesus, love folks, love people, not love mm-hmm. Christian people, love people, right? And leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone because. Again, it, one of our greatest commandments is to go and spread the gospel to all nations, you know, so that people will see, see and accept see and accept Christ. I have yet to see where someone has converted genuinely and sincerely because of someone's judgment, right? Like it's the it's God's love, loving kindness that draws, and so so that's what, so that's where I stand. Now, granted, we can go, we can we can like deep dive into this for the next 16 hours, right? But just mm-hmm. overall in regards to this, it's like it just ain't that deep, bro. Like Beyonce can be Beyonce. Well, period. I think it's, I think it's of infinite deepness. Like I'm I guess I'm on, yeah. the, uh, on the opposite end of that. You know what I mean? Because there are, there are people that I'm like, yo, what I say and do doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But like, we like 21 that, Savage. We know that, yeah, we like, we know that that's not true. We know that there are people that worship Beyonce. You know them there, there's a whole daggone church committed to Beyonce. So we know that she has a fellowship. I do believe that they're like in me, if if I'm supposed to be loving God, that is and like let, let me back up because there's so many places that I could go. But if spreading the gospel, we talking about the gospel, the gospel is offensive. And that is a, and I would believe that that is a black or white thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there are some things that we do have to be definitive on. Now, I'll say this about Beyonce, right? So she has proclaimed to be a believer. She has proclaimed to be a believer. So you would be in the church. You are someone that we do not talk about 
if you are in the church, you are someone that we don't talk about as if you are in the world. If you are truly in the church, we're going to hold you to a certain standard, which would be black or white. You know what I'm saying? And so we're saying, we're saying like, okay, well, this, this is wrong. We, and no one's ever condemned Beyonce to, to any sort of hell. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at least the preacher, when he spoke, he didn't say, he didn't say, cause you know, tank took it to a whole nother place. I'm like, he didn't say that. He said, he said what Beyonce did was sacrilege. It was sacrilegious. She is singing this song over a Clark sister sample. That's another, that's another thing that we haven't spoken about. So you taking a song that a, is a gospel song. Yeah, a song that is uh submitted to God and saying, I'm 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 sequestering this song to, to the most high, the song, the music, the instruments, the lyrics, da 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 to God, and you're gonna come over it on it and and talk how you talking on this song. That's a whole different thing. He said what she did was sacrilege. Okay. Would that be a fact? In some people's view, that would be a fact. And he said, I can so I would in so many, I'm paraphrasing, you know, like I would surmise that she sold her soul to the devil. Everybody, like, oh, he's condemned her to hell. Like, I don't think I condemned her to hell. I think I just said that she sold her, she might have sold her soul to the devil. These are these okay. are certain things that she's done that could make me believe something like that. If you are able to do something like that and put something out like that, like if, if there's a line full, that if you, you can cross certain lines, control. yeah, you got full creative control. You don't nothing goes out without your say so, but you mm -hmm. would allow a song like that to go out that would say something. And then on top of the, all of the other stuff that she's that she said and has done and admitted to. And, us, and can I just know. add, I don't know that Beyonce's ever like come out and said, like, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, I've accepted him as my Lord Jesus. I mean, I've I've heard songs where she talks about using certain scriptures or slices of the Bible as a tampon or as a a a, a pad for her menstruation cycle. Like I've heard some things that are very what? like, and don't get yeah. me wrong, I'm like, do <laughs> don't get me wrong, I I'm 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 I, I call myself a huge Beyonce fan. Like I love her music. I love her as an artist. I love her as an entertainer. She's fantastically talented, but I would never let it overpower um, being completely blind to, or, or even accepting of, of all that she does or, you know, into a place that's almost uh, um, idolization or, or, or even anything close to the sort, you know what I mean? Like, I respect her as an artist, right? But there are certain things that people have, you know, put on display about how, you know, she practices witchcraft and how she's mm -hmm. she calls herself certain names that are derived from um, uh, other gods, other gods, right. witchcraft, tons of Im things, different right? Different imagery, and it's for sure. For and it's sure. like, uh, one, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, but I was just getting to the point that. Um, if you know someone is, you know, a Muslim, you don't really say, or oh, I can't believe this person said X, Y, and Z. Because as a Christian, we know that this, this person doesn't believe what I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can't really necessarily hold them at a certain standard. Uh, for all we know, the church girl is talking about the Scientology church. We don't know. Mm. But you know, it's also to say that if if someone condemns you, if someone calls you sacrilegious, if somebody says, don't be up, don't be in an uproar, they're not wrong. 
<laughs> they're not wrong. She never came out and said, I believe X, Y, and Z, but you're holding her to, you know, <clears throat> you're holding her to a Christian standard, but she's never said. And that's where know. I'm coming from. Okay. I, well, now, now, I do think that, now I do think, I know back at old Beyonce, Destiny's Child Beyonce for sure was what we thought was a church girl who blew up, right? And like mm -hmm. made it big. She would, you know, give back to her church and back in Houston, Texas. Like we knew what church she went to, her pastor. But I'm talking about like the evolution of Beyonce and who she is today. Based on what she has shown us in the past five, 10 years, I, I don't know that she is a believer, right? Because it sound, it seems like to me that she's open to a ton of stuff. It seems like she's open to right. all kinds of stuff. I right? them all. So, right. what I'm, so what I'm saying, I'm not saying that she is or that she isn't. I'm saying that you have said certain things to, to, to say, okay, we can talk about this song in this way. We can talk about you in this way. You, you open do the have door a certain level of influence. Yes. Um, but to, so, all right. So we can we can agree on that. My my the last I guess the last point that I want to make is, um, like it or not, believer or not, in many respects, we are the gatekeepers of 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 being able to say who is and who is not a believer. We are we are in such a way we are those gatekeepers. We are the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. So if a person, oh well, you're not Jesus. Like I am a part of the body of Christ, and that is one of and all we. That's not all it is for us to just be saved. No, we it us it is for us to judge the spirit by the word of God. It mm -hmm. is for us to do those things. We do have <laughs> all them. We, you shutting down all them people who tattoo say only God can judge. Me. No, no, like he and he and God and God doesn't judge. We judge ourselves because of mm -hmm. our disbelief. We're kind of you know saying like we, we, we condemn ourselves, so we don't judge ourselves. Like God was like, Yo, I who have the authority to judge, I don't judge. It was like, I give that authority to my son, and, and Jesus is like, I ain't judging y'all, y'all judging yourself. You know what I'm saying? Can, can I insert here though and mm -hmm. say in regards to that, in regards to the judging, um, I get all of that. Mm -hmm. I think we we in general, the body of Christ in general, we are just misguided in how we do that. Okay. Um, and and we are so blind when and, and, and we have a again, the general body of Christ has a huge lack of self-awareness because we are so quick to talk about it's just we we love calling folks witches you know everybody's a witch right mm -hmm. and cool all right i i, I people I'll, be I'll, witches they be but let me add this though you got it, Allison. a lot of people be witching including a lot of christians because yes. you want to talk you witches, <laughs> right so it's like, okay, if Beyonce gonna be a witch, let's talk about your pastor who you cannot do anything with unless you get permission. That is witchcraft. Yeah, it is. Who has well, such we, control well, we, over you? We talked. We Allison. We talked about that sure. on your podcast. We agree. We we, we agree with that. We Absolutely. With that. Yeah. I just yeah. I just it's like, like like let's bring let's 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 make sure like in uh, not just us four but just in general the conversation that we're having in the church about this. Let's keep it a buck. Like these folks who call anybody a witch, like nigga, you are a witch. But that don't make yeah, you no less of a witch though. I hate that. Like I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Yo, this this is true about you. Well, this is true about you. I'm like that. Doesn't don't make it any less true about you. It'd be like, Talking yo, you right now. It, it'd be like, for example, it'd be like this: if Fifty Cent was out here being like, yo, you, yo, you're a thug, 
Yo, yeah, but you're a thug. So I said, you're a thug. And it that takes more than no one sometimes. Right. That's a fact, too. Yeah. Because there's, there's certain things with that lifestyle, the cult, the, I'm not even, I don't know nothing about it, but somebody who was in it would know and can identify that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. If you, and if you put in, you know, signs and symbols and alluding to things that right. are in that lifestyle, they're going to be like, well, yeah, she one of us. Exactly. You know how you many churches we it's okay to call us a spade. I, I don't, yeah, and but I, I don't agree with always like, well, I always got to tell you my sins in order for me to be credible and telling you about yours. Like, fam, and that's this, not what I'm saying. This, I'm not saying that that's what you're saying. I'm speaking about this, the spirit behind a lot of why people say what they say. Like, But like, yeah. it's deflection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man, it's true. Like, we do talk about, like, but, like, it's like this, right? It's like this. You could talk about my sister. I could talk about my sister, but you can't talk about my sister. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what we dealing with in-house a lot of times. Like, y'all don't know, you know what I mean? Y'all don't know what we talk about and what we rebuking and what we lifting up. Y'all don't always know that. But so so the deflection is there because y'all feeling convicted. Oh, I don't want to, well, what what about that time? I'm like, well, you bringing up this and that, but you ain't never talking about when X, Y, and Z happened. What about what happened when when that person's church burned down and the pastor had everybody come together and put an offering so that that person could have another house and all that? Y'all never talk about that that Mm -hmm. stuff. Now, we absolutely do know that a lot of these churches were built by Masons, Freemasons, and they, and they look like Masonic temples and stuff like that. We know that witchcraft exists, and like that is why it's important for us to talk about it. Absolutely. So, but like the whole thing of like, yo, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. It's like, fam, that ain't love. If I don't tell you, if I don't, it does say this, yo. If you gotta, if you gotta, if you you can't tell that man about the little speck in his eye, you got a log in your eye. That's it. Don't stop there. It's like, fam, take that log out your eye. out of your oars. Yes, and, and yeah. then talk, and then, but it don't, it don't like, yo, well, don't. Don't never refer to the speck in their eye like family still got a speck in their eye. That's love. But, Me but telling that, you about it. I love that you brought that scripture up because that really sums up what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think and this is on an individual level as well as a church level. Mm-hmm. We, for me, I'm going to always critique what I'm a part of because I love the church. I'm a part of the okay. church and I right. want us to be what Christ intended for the church, right? We're the, the church. Of Christ, the church. Mm-hmm. So if we are more focused on getting the log out of our eyes, right? Mm-hmm. We can then focus on how to best serve those who have a speck in theirs. But mm-hmm. we got to make sure that we put in first things first. First, let's get the log out of our eye. Okay. That's all that's, that's all I'm saying is let's deal with our stuff first. This goes for America. This goes for our black families. Deal with your stuff first and then worry about outside. America, deal with our stuff and then let's help other folks. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is, that's going to always be my stance across the board. Yeah. Let's deal with the house in t- inside internally and then let's help other folks deal with their stuff Let's because this accountability stuff has to work it, it has to be for us first it has yeah. to be so that's all i'm saying I, and, and, but i do respect the the deflection thing and i think that's one thousand percent on point um and my conversation is a little bit different when i'm talking to non-believers right i yeah, can okay. speak a bit differently when yeah. i'm talking to other believers i'm gonna always be more critical when it's us because it's just like we be messing up and I actually want us to like save the world. And we can only do that by being the church. But we gotta start with us first. So yeah, like let the world be the world. And as we expand the kingdom, 
Like it would just happen automatically by default. Us so being, you, don't, you, know, so you don't think you think that we should just. So what response should that should that song have evoked from the church? I only want to hear from Allison on this, please. What, what response? response should that song have? What response should the church have had to that song? To that song. I'm gonna be honest with you. I get that the title alone is a bit like sensational, but it's Beyonce being Beyonce. Like the church having a response. I think we should just keep like being us. You, you just said we gotta get the log out of our eye, uh, uh-uh, uh, because that that would be us. What, what? what? That's what I'm saying. Like, so we just shouldn't have said nothing. Nobody should say nothing. To to Beyonce. Now we may can have a conversation amongst believers about how, about how we like maybe ingest digest a song. Okay, all right. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I think the response should be, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Honestly. Mm-hmm. The response for us for the church should be let's talk about why this song is resonating with church girls. Why is this song resonating so deeply with our people? Let's have a conversation, conversation about that. that. What's, that. What's going on? What's going that. on in our church that this song, this worldly song, resonates so deeply? Let's deal with that. Again, that's the church dealing with the church. I don't think that there should, I don't think there should be a I don't think the church should have a response to Beyonce. To Beyonce. Does that make mm. sense? Okay. Maybe the church has a response mm. about the song within the church. That's what I'm that's what I was saying. Like what yeah, what yeah, the yeah. okay. Yeah, let, 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 let's unpack that. Why? Okay. Why 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 does a believer get emotional listening to the church girl song? Mm. Let, let's talk about that. Mm. Where does that come from? Right. Where does that come from? Where right. why wanna, why do you want to shake your behind without conviction? <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> For real though, because this 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 deconstruction conversation is a necessary one. Mm. Um, it's a very necessary one, and I think it's gotten into the wrong hands because mm. the very people that have prompted us to deconstruct are now taking ownership of the deconstructing process, and it's like, uh, white supremacy, y'all the reason we're deconstructing. Y'all leave mm. us alone. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I think that's a very necessary conversation. So for us to judge Beyonce instead of judging ourselves for getting to a place where we need to have a Beyonce, that's the conversation. Hmm. Okay. Well said. We will leave it there. She ain't trying to hurt nobody. She's trying to do what she can. Well, you hurting, you, 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 hurting, you, hurting, you, hurting, you hurting plenty of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They gonna shake you, you don't have to try to hurt somebody to hurt somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to hurt All nobody. Right. R. Kelly wasn't trying to hurt nobody. Okay, okay. He said, "I don't want to hurt nobody." Okay, <laughs> he said that, that that was a reach. That, that was, was just oh, that was a lot. That was a lot. It's not. A, it's not a reach. I think he said, a, "I'm not trying to hurt nobody." A, but I think it's a physical man- manifestation of a spiritual thing and i really think man we don't look at things that happen in the physical as like like literally like these spiritual, spiritual things that are just happening yeah. it's spiritual it's, explosion yeah like this just 
and there's like, stuff packed down in people's spirits that I, they act out and yeah and i agree with allison on like I, I the way that you ended that very very good think you summed it up i think that's that's how you address that like of course like we can't we ain't about to direct all of this energy towards one person we really need to get to the root of this why is this a thing and we need to look inwardly because the church ain't perfect but at the same time because at the same time and i think that's the issue right like everybody's like oh the church the church the church forget the church da 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 da, da. but you know you mad at the church because you know that there's a standard right and you know that there's a standard that is supposed to be upheld Right, which is a whole nother thing. People cancel themselves out when they talk about, it. but I agree. Um, one thing I, 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 let me let me let me add this just once because I, I don't want any listener to think that I think we got um, to a point. I don't think you, I don't think you okay. are being misheard. I think, I think because okay. I do also want to just twerk. I mean, that is a part of it. Let okay. me be thank you. Let me be transparent. Okay, <laughs> like is. I do want to twerk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Listen, I will dance like good. David dance. Okay, you can twerk. Like, let me let me that? listen. Listen, these knees Who are good enough. That? They're not mad knees, but I got some good knees. Okay. Look at Tony. Period. Look at Tony. So I just want to keep it above because I don't. I do. I, I never want to be I that Christian. About me. Listen, I do. I do enjoy a truck or two. Okay. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> so to say this and to give to give credibility and to like you know to give credence and all of that. Beyonce wrote that song for her cousin whose mother was put out the church for singing secular music. Like she had a hit song called um, um, Do Me Baby or something like that. And the church was like, the church, <laughs> Tony. I mean. That was probably the inspiration behind using the Clark sisters um, track because the same thing happened to uh, the estranged Clark, one of the estranged Clark Come on, sisters. full circle. Come on, full circle. It's possible. I'm speculating. It's possible, though. Yeah, I don't think Beyonce that smart. Well, okay. Okay. The disrespect. Right. That smart. The girl is smart. Period. Um, someone very smart. Everything she does is very calculated. Yes. Let's be very clear. Also calculated is Irv Gotti, who went on the (laughs) the Drink Uh. Champs podcast to talk about. Ashanti, and, you see this Rolex, and one can surmise that that was his sole mission. Ashanti brought me this Rolex. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yes. Damn, he I'm, wore the Rolex I'm, that she brought her. Brought I'm, him. I'm tired of you looking good. I'm tired <laughs> of seeing all the stuff that I've been seeing on Instagram. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to air out our truth. I'm ready to tell everybody now that we used to mess with each other. I'm nobody's secret. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, he was listening to Trapped in the Closet and felt that. (laughs) Mm. Uh, um, mm. I don't have anything to add to that. (laughs) Well, I'm only, this is our last topic. I know Tony, he was was, uh, fuming about it. So, what do you think, Tony? I just I just classify it under um B A N um activity. Yes, it is that. It is one hundred percent that. And I I read a comment. Somebody said we should have believed God. fifty years ago. His sucker radar is a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Irv, 
50 is mean though. So yes, you can't always is. go off of where his where he think everybody is so mean. It's <laughs> mean. Oh, but is he wrong? Has he been wrong? Yes. <laughs> about who? Who was 50 wrong about? Well, he be like going after these black women. His own like son. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let, let us not use him as a he disowned he disowned his son. He did. 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 He talk about me crazy and i'm providing for you like there's only there's a limit oh yeah that's true there's a limit man like you're not going to keep treating me like i'm not your dad and then expect me to still be be yeah if i don't know the lord you know i mean i might rock with that i rock with that okay you know what i mean so to tell me i ain't do this and i ain't do that for your mom bro i had you in my wangster video like when i first came (laughs) not the wangster video my first job you was you was you was the first first one i put on i put banks and buck in the video you were there yes you was the first one put on exactly where is lloyd banks with his cute self he just dropped the album recently really we on fire up in, up in, in here. here. Hey, I, I got a I got a song to uh I got a song that's uh to I'm so fly that's on my hard drive. <laughs> Dropping this song, like what's up? You, you talk about wait, I I I rapped over something. Yes, you did. Yo, oh I, I used to rap over everything. Please like bring it to the next episode, please. You not fly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> please, please, grace us, Tony. Oh, we gotta hear this. Oh, Tony got the good stuff. Tony, we need hey, a segment just for like old key stuff every episode. You <laughs> could either you as a fan of a G Unit or you just turn the radio off. Yeah, in you know 03 to 05, that was what was happening. That's all that was on. That's, sure. that's all that they played. But yeah, let me backtrack. Um, Irv Gotti, no man should. Act like that. You can feel how you want to feel about your ex, how it ended, how she left you, how she leveled up right in front of your face and you hated it. Feel like that, vent like that with your guys, but not on camera. He was drinking his sorrows away, trying to, because he couldn't he couldn't stop talking about her. They moved on to Lloyd. He was like, oh, yeah, and another thing about a shot. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Didn't he say in his interview something about like how he was like over her, didn't care about her? She's like a nobody. Yes, he said, I, I don't have a problem getting bad women. I got a 20 years, I got a 20-year-old girl right now. She's as hot as she'll kill Ashanti, but but I'm over her. I'm over her. I'm over her. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, you're it's not. Very corny. Every time you see her, you turn Instagram off. <laughs> no, he going to her no. page and watching her every move. He, got a, he, got, he definitely got a burner account to watch her. Contrary, but his, regular Irv God, his regular Earth Gotti account is not following her. He got her blocked on that one. Girl, um, he got it. He got it. That's his That's not even me. <laughs> you think I, I would make it? Do, do you think I would make an Instagram called? You think- Gerv Adi. You think I'll be watching you? Oh, you he mad creative. Gerv Adi. You think I'll be watching you? Yeah. Oh, I need a fake name. Um, 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I do enjoy drink champs because there are some things that you get from a drunk person that you will not get from a sober person. Drink champs is a terrible podcast. It is. Nor is a terrible interviewer. Please continue. Yes. <laughs> please continue. But please never have Irv Gotti on there again. And men, please don't. Men, please don't ever go on there and air out your exes. This is how good God is. Listen, I was watching the I was watching the New York Knicks because I have <laughs> because I have the NBA package. Wasn't no NBA and I package. To see, first yo, of all, I can't no stand people back, like that back then. And yes, it was back in oh three, oh two, oh three. Yes, but it was yeah, all, it was like fact, you had to do it through your cable provider. You even oh, okay. brought that up. The fact that I, you even felt like that was something was, to brag about. But he about definitely was moment. wrong because he said he was trying to watch D-Rose. D-Rose was not out then. D-Rose was not on the Bulls. No, he, he D-Rose ain't dropped to like 08. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. He was playing. Man. So I he found out four years late. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching the Knicks because I got the NBA package. Or you were watching the Knicks because you live in New York. And everybody man, let me get let me get my jokes up. This is a joke. My bad. Let's re- let's rewind Let's rewind that. He was he was definitely are, are we, are we, are we playing this man or not? Like <laughs> you play, you play the <laughs> Which side is you on? A roast session, bro. <laughs> no, no, he 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 was in you don't be in New York all the time. <laughs> Is is he a BAN or not? Are we doing this? Yes, yes. Is it Uji Wally or one mic? What we doing? Like, okay, I got it. We back. We back. We back. Let's roast. Let's send you the roast. <laughs> you want me to get my facts straight and I'm trying to tell a joke. <laughs> That was better. Sure. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, if all hearts and minds are clear, oh man, I enjoyed this. I enjoy y'all. Yeah, y'all are wonderful. Um, this was great. Yeah, um, this was fun. Yeah. Um, next next week or well, the next time we do this, which will be a, a month from now, um. Uh, I'll be more formatted and all of that type of stuff. We'll get back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, but this was cool, man. Um, Allison, thanks for coming. Alicia, same to you. Tony, you already know what it is. Appreciate y'all, man. Um, no tell them where they can find y'all at, man. Because I'm going to drop this. I'm going to put this whole episode out. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, you can find me at um, on Instagram at I, at I am Alicia Lynn live. That was long, underscore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, is this like the first time you're saying it out loud or something? Yes. I've Tony. only typed it in before. <laughs> it's that long. No wonder why ain't nobody following me. <laughs> you can find me um, at Shades of Brown Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah. 
you can find me at Tony Timberlake 3 on Instagram, Twitter, all of the social medias. And you can find me at tt3photography.com. You be taking pictures? Yeah. Oh, y'all friends for real, Key. You be yeah. taking pictures? I know no, me and Tony, we got mad stuff in common. I just didn't know that he he did photography at least. But wow, that's, that's dope. crazy. Um, you can find him at did you say your podcast? Oh, yeah, you can find me also at Two Tones Podcast on Instagram. It's a whole nother thing on Twitter, but you can follow us on you can find us wherever you find podcasts. The number two T O N E S, two tones. Yep. Shout out because to my it, brother Tony Lee because his uh co host oh, is also, wow. named, is also named clever, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, and also because Tony 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 was taken. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a third Tony, we you have, have a third Tony. Tony. If you had a third Tony, well, n- only none of them was named Tony, so come on, you could be the third Tony. None of them was named Tony, bro. <laughs> Raphael, hey, Dwayne, and Tim, none of them. That was like the biggest shock to me in R&B history. I'm like, so you mean mm-hmm. to tell me? All this time. Y'all just yeah. like the name? Yo, well, That's Rafael how I felt about Sadiq. Mary Mary for a very long time. <laughs> well, Mary, I like Mary. Erica. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Yo, it was a story. Warren Campbell was on a podcast real quick. He was talking about the name Mary Mary. He said he always liked the double name bands like Duran Duran, so he meant to do that. And he was like, Dad, ain't there something like two Marys in the Bible? And he was like, Yeah, there are. He's like, Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. Mary Mary. Like, <laughs> yeah, his that son, was... his son asked him that. No, Warren asked his dad that. Oh, his okay. dad's a pastor. He said, Dad, ain't it like two Marys in the Bible? Yeah. Mary he Magdalene like, yeah, and um and the other Mary. Mary. The mother of Jesus. The mother of no, Jesus. No, not the mother of Jesus. No, that's what Mary Mary, that's theirs is Mary Magdalene Mary. and yeah, the mother of Jesus. Said, he said Mary, Mary Magdalene and Mary Christ. That's what he calls Jesus' mom. <laughs> <laughs> Last name Christ. <laughs> no, isn't there? No, there wasn't another Mary. There, was there may Mary. have another Mary who there was, was Mary. Mary and Martha. Listen, well, they, they, yeah, I thought they, that was Magdalene, but it might not was, be. No, they were sisters. Yeah, Mary, Mary and Martha were sisters. sisters. I don't know. Is that Magdalene? I thought it was. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Can we one that talk about how I like, there was I two Mary? I know that there was I need two to go Marys in this Bible and find <laughs> right. There was two Marys that listen, listen. There was two Marys at the tomb. There was two Marys that found him at the tomb. That was I Mary, know that the mom uh, and Mary. I thought it was Magdalene. Magdalene. Okay, mm-hmm. well, dope then. Cool. I know Mama that there was... Okay then. There it is. All right. Um, this has been thank God for the group chat. Thank God for y'all, man. Um, shout out to all the patrons. Shout out to our newest patron, um, Alyssa Chester. Shout out to you. Um, I shout can't out. name all the patrons, but sh- she's our newest patron. Um hey. all of our patrons that have been on Patreon for 10 months at that that time is coming up. I have started the process of getting you guys your shirts, so don't don't think that I've forgotten about that. I am stressing out about it as we speak, and so <laughs> I'm going to get that to you. So shout out to y'all! Thank y'all for um, patronizing us. <laughs> for, for, patronizing. For, patronizing. That's not the word. That's not the patronizing. word. Patronizing <laughs> us. Thank you for ten months. Um, this is again. This has been Keith Roberson. This has been thank God for the group chat, Bailey. 
Daddy loves you. Peace. Peace. All right.